Hey, you like making money, right? Everybody likes to make money. Ah, uh, okay, I've got an idea. How about driving with Uber? Uber's that uh, thing where you get on your smartphone app and it connects with riders and drivers. And, like, I use them. And, you know, you, you get on the, the phone and they're there in, like, three minutes. They tell you exactly where they are. And uh, there's so many reasons why you should be driving with Uber. Like, uh, you could be your own boss. You make great money. It's easy to start. All you need is a car and a license. Driving with Uber is great for anyone who needs flexibility. Like, say you're a parent. It's a great way to work around your family schedule. Students, you can make extra money in between classes. Now's the prime time to cash in on driving with Uber. Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drive with U-B-E-R dot com, drive with Uber dot com. This is Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-host Frank Santo Padre, and this is uh, Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions. Very, very good. Yes. Congratulations. Twelve Thanks. weeks in. Yes. <laughs> now, um, did we already ask people to submit a theme song for us? Oh yes. Yeah. Should yeah. we yeah. go in and find me a new? Co-host. Oh, well, you want yeah. to find a co- new yeah. co-host? Yeah, right. I don't get... care about the theme song. <laughs> okay. We'll get that. The up. theme song. <laughs> the it more important the part. Battle hymn of the Republic. You don't care. I don't care. The zither music from the third man is fine with you. <laughs> I'm going to go first this week. Yes. And uh, you figured out my movie because I gave you a hint. Um, famed theatrical manager Jack Rollins died yeah. last month. We're sitting here in July. He of pa- Rollins and Joffe. Rollins yeah. and Joffe. He, he made it to 100. Oh, jeez. And he passed away. And uh, if you guys don't know who, who Jack Rollins is, uh, Google him. But uh, a very, very famous theatrical manager and producer who has uh, repped everybody from Lenny Bruce to Nichols and May. Oh, to yeah, David Robert L- Klein. Robert Klein and, yeah. and David Letterman and Billy ben, Crystal. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. And most famously, um, Woody Allen. Oh, and I, and I think, um, uh, what's his name? Um, 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 uh, Where are you going with this? Uh, the the uh, Theodore Bikel? Show. Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte. But Jack discovered. Rollins, did he? Yeah, really? oh, that's, I think that's a so. new one on me. I like that. Yeah. I know he was involved in the early success of Nichols and May. He may have either introduced them or, or presented them for the first yeah. time. Um, anyway, Jack Rollins was a, a showbiz legend, and he passed away. And I, th- I suddenly thought, well, he's in this movie. He's in the movie that I'm yeah. about to talk about. I can't believe that I've waited, whatever this is, 16 weeks into our uh, colossal obsessions before bringing up this movie because it's one of my absolute favorite comedies. Um, and Woody Allen fans are probably already a step ahead of me here. And, 
And I don't know. This uh, is still a mystery to me. I'm trying to find this out. I think Woody Allen might be Jewish. Yes, there's, yeah, there's, a, yeah, possi- I don't there's know. a possibility. It's a weird rumor. <laughs> Get That's- back to me about Jackie Mason. Because yeah. <laughs> he's on the fence, too. This is, uh, I talked about Radio Days in previous weeks, which I love, but this is another movie from uh, what I think is one of Woody Allen's great hot streaks, the 80s. Um, this is Broadway Danny Rose from a couple of years earlier. Um, where, and if you haven't seen it, I'll go through the plot, but he plays a Schlemiel agent. Um, and I've read in various places that it was loosely based on Jack Rollins, but I'm not sure that's oh. true because I've also heard it was based on other people. Yeah, I, mean, I might be one of those, uh, like a little piece of everybody. Like an amalgam? Yeah. And he's a Schlemiel agent who, who represents this loud of a lounge singer, this Italian lounge singer. Um, called Lou Canova. Yes. And Lou Canova is basically involved. He's got a wife and three kids, but he's, he's having an affair with a mafia princess, which is played by, of all people, and it was an unlikely part for her at the time, Mia Farrow. And uh, it's a terrific comedy. Uh, I, I, think it's his, I think it's his sweetest film. It's, it's my favorite performance that he ever gave. I mean, I love Annie Hall. I love Alvy Singer and Annie Hall, but he, he is so... Uh, He's so sweet in this film. He's so likable in this film. He probably his most likable character. And and the funny thing is, the name of this character has become part of the uh, right. That's right. Yeah, it's just part of uh, the language. The Danny Rose. Yeah, you go. Oh, that guy. He's a regular Broadway Danny Rose. That's right, that guy. That's right. He's a, he's a loser of a, of a theatrical manager, and he's got all these terrible clients. He's got a penguin that pecks I Gotta Be Me on the piano. <laughs> and he, he's got a blind – I think there's a blind xylophone play. I'm trying to remember it now because I haven't seen it in a couple of years. Um, it's, it's, it's full of great gags. Now, the character, Luke Canova, was played by an unknown, yeah. uh, Nick Apollo Forte, who was a real singer. Now, I'm doing some extra research on the film, and I find, and I don't know if you know this, that, that supposedly, and I hope it's true because it's fun, that Sly Stallone and Robert De Niro both were, were considered. I don't know what that means. They oh were considered. Whether they actually auditioned. Yeah. I, I think he probably always knew he needed an unknown yeah. in that part. Supposedly, our pal Danny Aiello was also considered for the part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we if we ask Danny, he'll yeah. say he directed the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Danny was also considered for the Jesus part in King of yeah. Kings. <laughs> but supposedly he was devastated that he didn't get the part, and that's why Woody wrote plum parts for him in uh, Purple Rose of Cairo. And um, I think Ra- Danny Aiello was supposed to star in Lawrence of Arabia. Really? Yeah. T. E. Lawrence with Dan- Danny Aiello. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to see that. So Nick Apollo Forte was just an unknown who who got his big break, is fantastic in the oh, film. Yeah. I mean, I guess playing somebody very, very close to himself. And then he disappeared. Oh, yeah. I don't know what happened to him. Uh, we'll, we'll do a little research in, into it. Um, I also read a rumor that Steve Rossi tested for the role of Luke Canova. Oh, wow. Can you imagine? And then it would have been would, have, and would have been Allen and Rossi. Whoa, jeez, <laughs> that's right. Right, right. But Joe Franklin turns up in the movie, another, another connection to us, to our podcast, and uh, Uncle Milty's in it. 
And I wanted to ask you about the opening scene, going back to Jack Rollins, because the opening scene is in the deli. With, yes. And they're all, all the comics, the old-time yes. comics, are sitting around. and it's and I know, Slappy White? No, not Slappy. not Slappy. No, they're, they're all white guys. Oh. And I think the only surviving person at that table is Will Jordan. Oh, wow. The Ed Sullivan impersonator. Who, who are the other people? Well, there was Morty Gunty. Oh, Mo- great, yes. And uh, Corbett Monica. Yes. And Jackie Gale. Who was famous oh, yeah. from from Tin Men <sighs> and uh, Jack Rollins? We talked about and Sandy Barron, who was oh, yeah. who was Clumpus on Seinfeld. He was yeah. the guy that gives Jerry the pen, the space the space oh, yeah. pen. He became like had a whole second career. Right, right, Seinfeld. right. Did you and in your travels? Yeah. Did you work with any of those guys? Did you uh, get to know any no, of them? I don't think because I think Zweibel with... wrote for. Yeah. I think Zweibel told us he wrote for Morty Gunty. Oh yeah, and maybe maybe Sandy Barron and and Corbett Monica too. But we'll check. But they're they're all in that yeah. scene around the table, and that's uh, it's the little framework that kicks that kicks off the movie, the the, the the scene that frames the movie. And Leo Steiner, the the, uh, the the Carnegie Deli guy, is in the movie. Oh yeah, playing himself at the end. It's got some great cameos. It's it's a terrific movie. Um, what I remember about this movie, I don't know why it sticks out in my head. There's one part where Woody Allen and Mia Farrow yeah. are running around like a dark attic or hallway uh, from the gangster right. who's coming after them. That's right. And and they're like mainly in darkness, and Mia Farrow goes, hurry, he has an axe. Right. And Woody goes, <laughs> he has an axe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a beard, he says. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that scene. That's, New York is a character in the film a little bit, too, because there's that scene where they go and they hide in the warehouse where the Macy's Thanksgiving balloons are stored. Oh, yes. And there's a whole gag with the helium <laughs> where somebody shoots the helium tank. Oh, yes. Uh, there's, there's, there's so much to like about this film, but it, you know, it's a little bit like our podcast itself. It's, it's about that kind of old oh, show yeah. business that you and I... That, that, that arcane chapter of show business that you and I love so much. And you never work with any of those guys, huh? No, not, not, I don't not, think so. I guess they're a different generation. Yeah. yeah. Never work with Corbett Monica or, no. or Gunty. It would have been great to have any of them. Yes. On, oh, my God. On this yeah. show. Uh, so Broadway Danny Rowe is a movie that I'm, I'm terribly fond of and uh, wish I had actually thought of sooner. And you, sir? Okay. <clears throat> my film is... I think it was the late 40s. It might have been 48. Mm-hmm. And it was a film noir. And I remember catching it on TV. And it was really odd. It has, it's called Act of Violence. Act of Violence. And it has Van Heflin. Okay. Robert Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard and of it. Janet Lee. Wow. And it's, it's one of these films where... Uh, what I love, and especially film noir was always good like that, because film noir was getting rid of the whole uh, obvious black and white thing of not black and white film, but the whole black and white of you knew who the good guys were oh, yeah. and who the bad guys yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is a classic film where you, it starts off, you know exactly who the good guy is and who the bad guy and then as it goes into it, you go, oh, wait a minute. I'm not so sure now. And um, I think TCM plays this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. As a phone goes off in the background. Oh, uh, yes. We'll pretend that's that, the, that could be our new theme show. Could be the new co-host. Uh, for the show, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it could be Nehemiah Persoff from yes. the last episode. But, because Van, Van Heflin, yeah. he's like a successful guy living in suburbia. I've never seen this picture. Yeah, very, very nice, honest guy. I think he's got kids and... And, you know, you go, oh, he's a good guy. All of a sudden, we find out he's being trailed by this crazed, limping Robert Ryan mm-hmm. in a long coat and a crazed look on his face. And you go, oh, well, this guy's, this guy's some psycho killer. Oh, so there's a lot of misdirection because yeah. you don't know who's who. And then we start to find out, if I don't give away too much, but mm-hmm. they, we start to find out that the two of them were in the army together and they were in a Nazi prison camp and there were a bunch of them trying to make an escape and Van Heflin uh, actually ratted on them. I see. And he even says in the film, he starts to realize what an awful thing and he goes... But but you don't understand. She goes, you know, you didn't have any choice. And he goes something like, you don't understand. After that, I ate their food and I talked to them. And it was like, so it, one of those film noirs where you Keeps you guessing? Know. Yeah. Act of violence. Yeah. Do, you remember, do you happen to remember the director? Uh, ooh, oh, oh. Uh, I think it was Fred Zinneman. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that was High Noon, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, and yeah. From Here to Eternity yes. and, and lots of other stuff. Yeah. Day, I'm the Day of the Jackal. I'm sure it was Fred Zinnemann. 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 Yeah. A Jew? Or, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Can't be sure. Robert Ryan, definitely not a Jew. No, no, no. But interestingly about Robert Ryan, yeah. he, in, in movies, he play like racist and anti-Semite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything. And in, in, but they say off camera, he's supposed to be a liberal guy. Isn't that funny? Yeah. He's in a, the setup, too, of another good film noir, Robert Wise picture. Oh. You know that film? Oh, yeah. We'll have to talk about that. We'll, t- we'll talk about the setup. Speaking of film noirs, yeah. you know that, uh, well, here we are in New York City. So anybody who's listening to the show who's in New York, the Film Forum is about to do two months of uh, true crime. Oh, where yeah. they're just pulling out a lot of these old films, a, a, a lot of film noirs, a lot of black and white films. Um, I, I have not seen Active Violence, but I love the genre. Oh, I yeah. love uh, the, uh, the Big Heat and, and when Woman in the Window and Force of Evil. There's so many that I've been actually catching up on. DOA oh, is yes. another one I yes. love, but I haven't seen this one, so With I'm going to... Uh, Edmund O'Brien. Edmund O'Brien. Yeah. Uh, and oh, and uh, Luther Adler. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And, I, I, you know I, what nationality Luther? <laughs> I'm going to guess. A p- <laughs> South African. <laughs> I don't think Edmund O'Brien. Don't think what? so. No, no more than Milo O'Shea, <laughs> who we talked about in the last episode. So, Act of Violence with Van yeah. Heflin. I Van like Heflin Van Heflin. And Robert Ryan. Yeah, yeah, liked him as the bomber, Van Heflin in Airport. Oh, Wasn't that him? Yeah, was, was that I him? I think it was. I think it was, Ooh. yeah. We'll look it up. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. And Shane. And, right. And wasn't that when he's, like, going to explode the bomb that 
somebody punches Helen Hayes. <laughs> I remember. I remember it's, Helen Hayes. It's laughable. Yeah. How they. <laughs> Well, I get it conf- confused with the bomber that Sonny Bono played in Airplane oh, yes. 2. <laughs> so, Act of Violence, a film noir that yes. I will be catching up to. Yes. I, it probably, I, I, it sounds to me, uh, memory serves, it's this kind of thing that shows up on TCM. Oh, yeah. Because they yeah. show a lot of those. I'm sure it will. Yeah. And if you're a fan of the, of the genre, you should really see what's going on at Film Forum. Because oh, they've got yeah. a lot of this stuff uh, this month. So, Broadway Danny Rose... And uh, an act of violence. Yes. And I want you to know something, that in the opening of Broadway, Danny Rose, Will Jordan does a James Mason impression. Oh, that's right. Not quite as good as your James Mason oh, impression. Oh, wow. How's that? You take back what yeah. you said about me? Oh, uh, no, okay. but still. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take the compliment. <laughs> but, <laughs> we'll see you next week. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Slicinger. I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and 3 comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.